Welcome to Shine Me A Light Podcasts, where we go through with one student from the class of 95, and we talk about the last 27 years. Today's episode is Elisa Mackey. I, it kind of blows yeah, my mind. That's like, a really when long I think time. about it, like I've got a son who's 19, and I'm like, you know, what the heck? Stop getting older and taking me with you. <laughs> yeah, That's I don't nice. even think about it anymore. It's, I need uh, to stop thinking about it. Yeah. It actually made my life a lot better. <laughs> All right, so pre- yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a random number as well, 27 to come into. I know. I actually, I pitched this idea as a book five years ago to the group and it's sort of just I think people were sort of like oh I don't really want to write something you know <laughs> like um but recording people talking and only takes 90 minutes and you know so I think it's kind of easier and uh, hopefully hopefully I'm a bit um yeah I've got no idea what I've got to talk about and it's all a bit weird with headphones on and so I haven't done a podcast or an weird. interview or anything so everything is weird all right, well, let's start with 95. Did you do HSC with everybody else? Because not everyone did. Yeah, there you go, another one. That was one of my premises. I thought everyone no. did HSC together. No. So what happened? <laughs> did, when did you leave and how did that come out? Yeah, so I yep. I dropped out halfway through the year. Um, it was very dysfunctional at home. For a few years, um, yeah, my parents not getting along, and it was just uh, super unhappy, and I wasn't coping very well. So, at halfway through the year, I refused to go to school, <laughs> and um, you know, I was already by then I was failing subjects yeah. and not doing work, and um, so. And uh, when they spoke to our lovely year advisor, she agreed that she didn't think it was a good idea for me to continue based on my... Bringing their school down my, uh, results. Sydney girls, and hi. So, I know. <laughs> it could have been something like that, but I ended up um, yeah. repeating at St. Catherine's. So I went back into year 11 and got through the HSC at a, an entirely different school. Yeah, I did the same. I left um, before the preliminaries year 11 so and ended up doing year 11 again and year 12 somewhere else. So I, I relate to that, yeah. What was it like at the new school? Was it a bit of a culture shock? Oh, my God, I didn't even know that. Yeah. It was because it was a, an Anglican school and... There were all these rules, <laughs> so it was uh, it was very different. But cool. at the same time, um, I think the whole year felt like more of a friendly Inclusive. little unit. They all, if they had a party, the whole year would get invited. <laughs> so it was kind of, um, uh, I guess, a smaller community, and um, yeah, kind. Of, kind of inclusive they thought I was a little bit weird (laughs) 
I was I was new though, <laughs> and and on the weekends I'd wear black nail polish, and that was all a bit a bit scary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah very out there. So relate. <laughs> yeah, oh, love it. So okay, so you ended up doing HSC there, and then what did you do after you finished? Um. I went into uni um, to do arts. I had no idea why I was there or what I wanted to do. So I didn't get through the year there. The rite of passage, really, um, <laughs> for that age. Yeah. Um, and then I – so I, I wasn't feeling very well. Like I had health problems. I had chronic fatigue and – oh, did you hear that? Yeah. Anyway. Okay, cool. Just my noisy computer. Um, yeah, so I dropped out of that and kind of bummed around not knowing what I was doing for a while. Um, I did a few. Yeah. Rite of passage. Yeah. I did a few TAFE courses. Um, interactive. No, what did I do? I did um, music industry skills down at Gymea. So I got to know the Shire a little bit. <laughs> Um, and I don't think I made it through that. I think either I kind of wasn't sure why I was doing that either or how I would ever get into the music industry. <laughs> so, uh, a few false starts. Um, yeah, well, I wanted to, I wanted to cool. perform with, uh, singing and an instrument like guitar or bass. Cause I did a little bit of music. And I auditioned for a performance um, course, this at three at TAFE. And um, I got in six months later into a different, uh, they were doing a night intake. Um, but by then I was already yeah. <laughs> sort of immersed in When the you music say immersed in the music industry, uh, what exactly having, were you doing? Uh, through TAFE and traveling to, to guide me to, to do that from I was living in Maroubra it was it was kind of quite a hike I hadn't really experienced real work yeah <laughs> so that seemed like a lot a lot to be traveling a couple of hours in each direction by public transport <laughs> I know I know to do a six-hour tape day <laughs> um I was just learning all about um a little bit of production, a little bit of marketing. And what made it the wrong fit, you think, for you? Like, was it one of those things where it was the fantasy meets reality or? Um, but, yeah, it was just just in TAFE, learning the theory of it. Of it. Um, yeah. And uh, everyone, all of the teachers yeah. had been in the industry in some ways and, yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I, it, I didn't feel like the right fit, but um, I, I didn't know yet how to commit to, <laughs> to doing anything. Okay. So from there, what were you thinking and where'd you go from there? I think so. I think it was, it just was not glamorous in any way, shape or form. Like <laughs> it was just work. It was marketing. It was just business. And uh, I hadn't realised that I was, yeah, 
it wasn't it wasn't fun um okay so i had a i think i had a boyfriend who lived on the other side of sydney and i can't remember the exact year but at some stage we um started a business so i he cool. was learning web stuff, web design. He thought that right was where time. the money was because it was, yeah, in the, we're in Ooh, the 2000s by now. So I did interactive multimedia at Crow's Nest TAFE um, yeah. in the evenings and spent a couple of years doing that and learning about web design. Yeah right time and sort of pretending to have a business during the day I, I have actually no idea what i did for a few years like i was kind of working and stuffing around but um but you learned web design you know did you learn to code yeah i don't i don't really know <laughs> it's all it's all become a blur <laughs> Yeah, I, I did learn some basics. It's come in kind of handy with all the technology technology changes now, um, but all um, all outdated. But um, I don't know. I can pick up a program or a new. I can edit stuff here and there, and um, very basically, like I made an HTML. Um, website from scratch but yeah no, nothing very fancy just just making a few pages and a table and making making a head heading bigger like yeah pretty basic stuff love it <laughs> yeah what size would you like this heading <laughs> yeah exactly and what color could change <laughs> colors they yeah. can do that too <laughs> yeah uh, but even then it wasn't really particularly useful because there was really good software that people were using. Yeah. That's sort of okay, so you so in the two thousands you're bumming around, which I totally relate to. Um and <laughs> did where did you did you have kids? No. Because I yeah, I didn't know that about you. So I well not you know, not everyone has kids. Um, you know, so that didn't happen. Was that a choice? No. So um, I'm, there's a term for it that I'm childless by circumstance. Yep. And, um, so that's been a pretty big journey, uh, or non journey for me. Um, yeah, I've, I've just, every relationship has led to no kids for various reasons. Yeah. Um, and, and some, I did have step kids for a while and that kind of ended as well so um and even now i'm kind of dating and i i still meet people with the most bizarre reasons for not having kids that things i hadn't even thought of um it's just for some reason doesn't seem to be currently my lot yeah um but i have learned about a lot about it and there's that in australia it is hard to talk about. Um, one you don't have four, to. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, but what, there's one in four women in Australia don't have kids. Yeah, it's an increasing like it's a number. Huge number. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's going up. And they reckon one of the biggest reasons is um, uncertainty of the future. You know, they reckon the younger generation are going to be, you know, less and less likely to have kids due to all this uncertainty from climate change to, you know, the COVID monkeypox and, you know, just what's going on. And Yeah, and I get that. And and it's so expensive just to live now yeah. to bring kids into that as well. Um, but definitely I see the the environmental ethical um, reasons yeah. that people have for not having kids. Yeah, so many people. And, yeah, so there's a, there are a lot of reasons. Mm. Okay, so what was going on? What was going on for you? So where are we? We're circa late 2000s? Yeah, well, so in the mid two thousands, um, I studied something that that has beca- changed my life and has led me to where I am now. <laughs> so finally, so because um, when I left school, I w- I had health issues, problems with sleep, with digestion, with um, a whole lot of stuff, and I was always interested in natural therapies. Yeah, and so in two thousand and four, I enrolled in in a um, certificate for in massage and uh, went on to do the diploma, did really well. Like it was uh, not only finished, but I came first in the class and of course, uh, like I, yeah, Mm -hmm. I know it's not not really a surprise, (laughs) but um, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, just, I mean, I'm still a massage therapist. I have my own business. And so it's been, even including study, like 18 years of massage now. Wow. Yeah. Are your hands and, tired? Uh, they are. They're starting to get a little bit of issues. But, you know, it's more in my neck, back, leaning over yeah. the table, just like everyone Um who doesn't sit up straight. <laughs> You'll have to get into the Thai massage where you get up on the table. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm always looking at different things to uh, get into now and 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 it's a um, part of the study is I have to keep updating my skills uh, with continuing education anyway just to be eligible for first aid and um, health fund insurance, accreditation, and stuff. The rebates. Yeah. So, how did you overcome these health problems? Um, I think by not focusing on them so much, that's really helped. Yep. <laughs> Just kind of um, like the aging thing. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you fo- like, I think whatever you focus on gets more attention. Yeah. So. Actually, just learning to let go, live a bit, relax, enjoy life a little bit. Um, but my massage journey has uh, really been part, like really instrumental in uh, self acceptance as yeah. well. So um, I still have some kind of autoimmune issues, but it's kind of um, everyone, like most people, do have something and. And I've been privileged to know about it with all my clients. They have, yeah, they fill out a health uh, f- uh, form with all their medical history on it. So it's, uh, yeah, I'm kind of very aware yeah. of relate to that though. what people are going through, and it's um, that yeah, it's really helped me to accept myself 
uh, as well as them. I have no issue accepting whatever anyone when anyone else is going through, but my own stuff's been like, oh, there's something wrong with me. Like that feeling like I should be doing better. Like it's okay for everybody else, but for some reason I should be doing better than this, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the shoulds. <laughs> Got to stop the shoulds. Um, but I guess it gives you that unique perspective too, like into other people and what they're going through. And I think when you place yourself in a context, it always helps to make, you know, make you feel like you're not alone. You're not the only one. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I should feel better. I should have better health. I should drink more water. <laughs> the shoulds. <laughs> yeah. And and it's not lost on me that I've spent 18 years providing care for people. So while I haven't been a mother, there is a very caring element about what I do. Um uh, yeah, and uh, I also uh, do some disability support work now as well. So there's another caring role. So uh, uh, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of uh, uh, yeah, definitely sh- uh, been part of who I am and what's brought me a lot of joy. So this, so the last 18 years is really, it, 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 it must have had lots to it. Now, am I right in believing that you are living in a property that Grace Kim Yes, owns? yes. Is this It is, is absolutely this true. true. Okay. Yeah. How did this So we about? reconnected a little bit uh, when she moved to the mountains. So I've been in the mountains now for 18 years since I uh, enrolled in TAFE and um, she came and had a massage when she discovered I did massage, wow. which was lovely. And we we tried to reconnect a little bit, but um, she she has kids, so she was quite busy with that and her work. Um, and we, I, I yeah, guess, we didn't try too hard. And... <laughs> Otherwise, we would have got together uh, for um, had a cup of tea or something. But we didn't do that. But we kept yeah. in light, on in touch online a little bit. And so during the second lockdown, I was living on my own in a lovely little cottage and couldn't massage. I did have disability work, but I was uh, given, I was having a very bad time of it with no financial support and at the time and um, disability work, all the clients were struggling uh, because of lockdowns and restrictions and finding that really challenging. Yeah. And then I got a notice that I had 90 days to vacate the property that I was living in. Oh, don't you love it? <laughs> so I had a little cry <laughs> to start with. Yes, do. And and then I didn't really think about it for a month. I wrote this dream list of what I wanted and, and this is the house I'd been kind of fantasizing about for years. It had three bedrooms. It had a massage oh, wow. studio. I could keep chickens. It had a beautiful garden. Um, it was great heating. I had all these things on it and just put that on the fridge. 
And I, I don't know, I didn't panic. I didn't, but I felt like maybe I was procrastinating and friends were telling me, oh, there's no rentals. You can't find anything. We're looking for you. <laughs> um, and after about a month, I realized, hey, I better start looking for somewhere. And I just put yeah. a little notice on Facebook saying, hey, friends, I need, so this is what happened. I need somewhere to live and saying what a great tenant I was and talking myself up a bit. And within yeah, an hour, I had two offers and one of them was from Grace that they had an empty house and would I like to come and look at it? And, and it just went from there. And the thing is that this is their dream house. Which, and, yeah. you know, it looks totally different from what I was imagining, but everything on the list is in this house. It's just, yeah. I've got, I'm sitting in the massage studio at the moment, uh, which was where Grace was teaching piano. <laughs> and uh, it's just, it's just been such Meant a blessing and uh, that I, uh, yeah, it's, I still almost can't believe it that I'm, that this happened <laughs> and that I'm living in this yeah. beautiful house and getting to know Grace and her husband. And um, yeah, that's been really amazing as well. And it's beautiful for her too, to have a tenant she can trust and, you know, the whole thing yeah. works, you know, it's, yeah, yeah, it is. And it's, it's meant to be lovely. It's, uh, and I think that I didn't know this at the time. We weren't really, we might've been in a class or two together, but we've got similar values and uh, while her life's been <laughs> very different to mine, I just think that those yep. core values of community and home and um, I don't have kids, but I'm still family oriented um, and yep. very community oriented. Um, that's, yep. you know, we've really connected. So it's been, it's been really lovely and a, a, such a surprise. Beautiful values. Yeah. These things happen when we least expect yeah. it too. And do you believe in that kind of stuff, putting stuff out there to the universe, you know, like when you put it on the fridge and is that some of a way you function? Yeah. I, I, if I, and also if I don't write something down, it doesn't happen. So I have to remind myself to write something yeah. down, but yeah, it just, I don't know. It just has this way of making something happen. If it's written down, if I've put it out there. Um, yeah. yeah, but I also, I guess as tricks, I have to not think about it too much. Like I never in a million years could have come up with this as being where I would find a place to live. Yeah. If you'd planned it, <laughs> I've totally learned that too. My best laid plans. Yeah. <laughs> you know, things happen in a way I couldn't possibly yeah. plan. So beautiful thing. So you're here mm -hmm. now. What are you, do you have plans for the future? I guess I'm just starting to think about that a little bit. Um, and yeah, that's where I'm, because um, with all the last few years, my business has uh, definitely suffered. It was affected by drought in that uh, clients couldn't afford to come uh, because I do yep. live uh, there, there are some more remote rural um, 
communities that might book massages, um, the bushfires, the pandemic, the floods. So <laughs> um, plus a big relationship breakup. So I've had everything kind of thrown at me for the last four years or so. And I've been kind of in survival yeah. mode. It, during that time, I was building up my business. So, um, yeah, so business-wise, um, just kind of surviving has been <laughs> where I'm at at the moment. And yeah. so now I feel like yeah. I'm starting to recover uh, financially and, and kind of emotionally a little bit from the last few years. So, yeah. so I feel time. like I'm at that place where I can start to think about it. And uh, I do rent a space in Katoomba that I, I have a few ideas about uh, that I, that could be somewhere I put my energy into. Uh, yeah, but I'm kind of that I'm kind of sitting with what's next for me work-wise, career-wise, yeah. um, whether to employ people, build up the business a bit. Yeah. So I'm not really sure yet. Uh, and five-year plans have really just become a thing of the past. It has. It has. And now uh, I was just listening, coming, you know, they're talking about monkeypox now. So, you know, there's like, where, what is going on? Uh, but I feel like I'm in a good place that whatever happens, um, I feel like I've not just survived the last few years, but I'm starting to thrive a little bit. Um, and it's not, I'm not necessarily seeing huge results. Um, but I don't know, I've, I'm hanging in there and yeah. I feel like the community around me is just so supportive and, uh, and that's beautiful friends family community we're all kind of helping each other out so yeah. if i do figure out what's next i feel like i'm in a really good place to kind of make that happen yeah, yeah. and i think I was going to, this quest this was a question that was on my list that i kind of abandoned my list of questions because it just yeah. Didn't work. Um, but one thing I was going to ask you was like, when you look back at yourself now in high school, what, how do you see yourself compared to how you saw yourself then? I feel like who I am now is who I could have been in high school. Like I'm the same person, but I feel like I'm uh, in high school like I started off year seven, all excited. I was doing stuff before school. I was doing uh, what was it, a speaking class or I don't know, some kind of um, yeah, speech or speaking classes that they got lots of people in the year to do. And then I thought that was a bit daggy yeah. after a while or I didn't want to get up early. I don't know. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I kind of shut down a bit in high school. Okay. Was it that fear of authenticity? I just didn't know who I really was and how I didn't understand yep. about having emotions and that it was okay that they'd, that they'd pass or like, it's yeah. just a feeling. Took me 25 years to figure that one out. 
I know. Like, <laughs> I, uh, I think I probably have some kind of undiagnosed um, neurodiversity that, yeah, I've never been tested for anything, but I, w- I kind of had problems starting things, finishing things. Totally um, relate. <laughs> still do now, but but I've kind of come to terms with that and that that's all okay. And I've got all these hacks in order to get things yep. done now. <laughs> so, but I did shut down a bit and I didn't know that what I was feeling was that everybody, like everybody was feeling um, different and that finding things hard was kind of yeah. normal and that talking to people I, didn't, I don't think I talked to anyone I didn't talk to my parents about what I was feeling I didn't talk to friends I mean they they knew a little bit but I didn't think I had the words to be able to yeah. speak whereas now I kind of I guess it's that acceptance like yeah self-acceptance um, I kind of yeah and and with everything I've learned up until now so I kind of I think I wanted to be cool and I didn't know how and I didn't know how to be friendly. I didn't know how to say something nice to someone. Like, oh, no. <laughs> I like your hair. I used to have the that's, worst foot like... in mouth disease. I can still be guilty of it. <laughs> Go to give a compliment and it comes across like the worst insult. And I'm like, oh, so not what I meant. I know. And like I was a bit afraid of people and and just I just didn't feel very comfortable in my own oh, skin totally at all. Relate. And, and being like where I am now, yeah, and uh, where I am now, I'm out there and I'm talking to people and I'm uh, flying by the seat of my pants, doing everything last minute, but that's kind of uh, what I do. Get it done. (laughs) Yep. uh, Get it done. Don't worry about being perfect. Um, But I'm kind of out there giving things a go. So um I last year I did tap dancing this year I'm doing belly dancing I'm in an um, environmental choir I'm I'm sort of um reaching out to people and giving things a go um making friends everywhere I go just by saying hello (laughs) it's not that hard is it (laughs) like it isn't that hard you still feel impossible and it's uh yeah so I feel like uh I I always had that potential, but now I'm living it and I'm feeling really comfortable with myself. I'm kind of goofy uh, and approachable, (laughs) (laughs) but it's, and it's just, it's made life really fun is the other, other side of things. Like I don't worry too much and I like to try to, um, get a smile from someone and make someone feel a bit better. That's kind of my whole mission in life, just with massage, with everything I do. I just want someone to feel a little bit better. How lovely would it have been to have been doing this stuff the whole time? And I say this for myself (laughs) just as much as to you, you know, just how lovely could life have been, you know. But we're here now and, um, you know, the lessons turn you into who you are and oh that's that's more acceptance isn't it absolutely yeah I mean and I think like I still have those down days and 
um, frustrations where I stomp about and get, and get a bit cross. Good old tantrums. <laughs> yeah. And then, then I'll <laughs> let it go, move on. <laughs> or, or I might feel like I've got to say something or do take an action, tell someone how I feel, tell them I'm being a bit silly, but I feel like I need to say it yep. anyway, you know? Um, yep. Just do all that stuff and move on, on to the next thing. Watch it with kids and that's how they just naturally behave. You know, they have an emotion, they express it and then it's over. And then, you know, I watch an adult, they'll have an emotion, shut it down, hide it, stash it, try to pretend it's not happening, comes out sideways, you know, and you think, oh, wow, kids have so much to offer in that way, you know, the way we were when we were little. Yeah. Probably should have just stayed that way rather than learning because <laughs> then you've got to unlearn all the crap you learn when you're trying yeah. to be better. Well, I think I learned, I learned that pretty young. Um, yeah. Shut everything down, pretend, hide, hide how I was feeling, be yeah. a good girl. <laughs> Don't cause a problem. Yeah. No. Causes no. more problems in the end. But so, uh, <laughs> Don't know that till later on, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, look, it's been so lovely to talk to you and catch up. I feel like we've we've covered. Is there anything else that you would like to add? No, I don't think so. It's it's very weird having a kind of one sided conversation. Like I haven't been asking you questions, so I'm hoping that you've got someone. Like, are you going to talk about yourself at some stage, or someone interview you? Yeah, we've talked about this a couple of times, and a couple of people have offered to to do it. And yeah, I mean, I, I probably should. I, trying to make it about other people because, you know, one of my defects is making everything about myself. So it's probably a good role for me to be asking the questions and not talking for once. Um, but, yeah, sure, I'll add it on at the end. Yep, awesome. <laughs> so, I, I mean, we've had a little catch-up. It's been lovely. All right. Look, thanks, Alyssa. Thanks so much for making time. You too. Okay, bye. See ya. Thanks so much for that conversation, Alyssa. That was just really beautiful and very thought-provoking. So thanks again.